What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the business breakthrough. In today's business breakthrough, I sit down with Martin. He is an awesome entrepreneur, started his business on a whim, wanted to own a business and just did it. I love the grit, the determination. Now he's kind of putting the foundation together. Great business breakthrough here of preparing for the growth. I talk about this a lot. If you're going to grow and you're wanting to grow, you need to prepare for the growth. You need to already be thinking in a way that aligns with where you want to be. And that's what we talked about in today's business breakthrough. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. All right, what is going on, everyone? I'm here with Martin Alatore of Unmatched Painting. Uh, welcome, my friend, podcast listener. Uh, let me let me hear a little bit about what you got going on in your painting business. Tell me tell me what's going really well, and then also tell me an area that you're wanting to uh, you know improve a little bit. Well, so to begin with, I'm I'm fairly new. I'm actually really new. Um, I I just left my full time job to start this. So I'm congratulations. Yeah, man. Thank you. Um, so I've only been at it about a month. Okay. And um, it's something I've always wanted to do for years, man, for a long time. I'm, I'm 27. I've been painting since I was 17. And, um, you know, I kind of just said, you know, what? I think it's time. I think it's time. And um, my thing is, it's like everyone says, I wasn't really ready. I just, I just did it, man, because I just started getting frustrated. I just wasn't happy. So, what did you, always... so where did you work? Where did you work before? What did you, what did you quit? So I, um, I worked for for a contractor for about eight years. He's the one okay. that taught me everything. And then I wasn't happy there anymore. You know, I, I still wasn't breaking four digits a week on my paychecks, man. And I was like, I have a family now. I'm married. I got kids. I wasn't doing enough, so. I said, you know what, I'm gonna look for other opportunities. So I found a commercial painting company and right there it was good. It was good, man. It was like 51 an hour. And wow. I, um, yeah, cause it was all government work out here in California. And I said, oh, you know what, this is good. I'm solid. Come in, put in my eight hours, yep. you know, bring home a good check at the end of the week. I still wasn't happy. It still wasn't doing it. For there was me, still man. something itching inside of you, huh? You wanted to do your own thing. Yeah, I was just like, man, I make good money now. I don't have to worry about nothing. And yeah, I was only the entrepreneurial spraying. itch. Yeah, dude, I was only spraying too, man. No prep, no nothing. Just get the yeah. gun and go all day, man. Never you stops. Know, just production work. Yeah, exactly. So it was easy, yeah. man. But I still wasn't, I don't know. I would tell my wife, like, I don't know why I'm just still not. I don't know. It's good money. Yeah. It's easy work, but nothing. So, so, you know, but then that company ended up falling through. It was one of those where they use you for a couple months and then you're off for a couple months. Man, that was a blessing in disguise then, huh? Yeah, exactly. So wow. I was just like, all right, man. And then I went through this period after that. I was like, well, I don't know what to do from here. So I just found a construction company that needed a painter. Um, I went into there thinking, all right, this is cool, man. But he wanted me to learn the construction trade as well. 
So I was starting at the bottom of the barrel at like 20 bucks an hour. Right. And I was like, I've been doing this too long to start at 20 bucks an hour. So um, I had a new baby. I have a newborn. She's about a month old. And I just decided, you know what? That's it, man. I'm just, I'm done. I'm just going to, I'm just going to try to do this for myself. Love it. So and that's, so that's what, what I took. did. So yeah, let man. me ask you. So, so let me ask you a question at this point, you know, is it still just you working by yourself? As right now? Yes. Okay. Um, are you licensed? Cause you're in California. Yeah. I am not fully licensed yet, but you're working on it, yeah, but I'm working on it. So that's going to be I'm a little already... barrier for you because you yeah. can't really hire anyone until that's official. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So have you been working been on it though? Tough, like, man. I mean, is it, is it in the works though? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm in the school and everything. I have my good. I have my test dates and all that. So cool, cool. So with that being said, I mean, now's a good time for you to really get gritty on your foundation, right? Get yeah. ready because it's coming, you know. And I think there's a lot here. Um, you might even actually be able to expedite that licensing just because you've worked for someone for so long. Did you try that? Actually, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, I, I think you need four years as an apprentice, but you've worked for somebody for eight years yeah you know um so i mean there's a lot there you know there's a lot there so with that being said let's cover a few things that i think are, are you know pretty important number one how have you been getting your jobs so as of right now just just footwork man i just you know once once i got like the branding and stuff i just got the cards man and i just started going to hardware stores paint stores anywhere where you know builders or people that need home improvement stuff man. that's great and, uh, and it's been working out for you you're getting some phone calls yeah um i actually so i'm i i'm it's april i'm booked out till june okay so, so i man i managed to fill up every week till june um i mainly hit up the builders because I know the licensing thing is a problem. And some of these builders out here, you know, they'll just use me as subs, as a sub for them. And um, so I met this one builder who's actually helped me out a lot. He he was doing work for some, some real estate investors, just guys that are buying these flip houses, man, and remodeling and selling. And that's that filled up about a month and a half worth of work right there. And then nice. there's some more, there's some so more. Let me ask you this. Out. Where, what, what can I help with? What's an area that you want okay. some clarity? So, in? so for, um, what I need help with is basically, yeah, I got my schedule filled up until June, but after that, man, I don't, you know, I don't know where I'm going to go from there. I don't, you know, I don't know, like the next steps. Um, the hard part is, uh, is the licensing because, um, home advisor wouldn't, um, wouldn't take me on. Right. You know, they, they want you need to, to be licensed, licensed right? Sure. Yeah, exactly. So for now, I just use them. Um, I just use Yelp a couple hundred bucks a month for the Yelp advertising. Right. And then, and then Thumbtack. Thumbtack didn't ask for licensing either. Right. So, so then, I mean, you're in a tough position just, right now. You know, I mean, well, the yeah. thing about it is, is like, you know, you, you really, I mean, I like, listen, I'm, I'm all for the hustle. Like, I yeah. love that. I mean, you did it, but. I can't endorse anything without it being legitimate. You know that. I mean, and that's a good thing. I know you know that, yeah, but I will tell good. you this. Let me put it. Let me put it this way for you. What you're doing is perfect because it's working right now. Right. I mean, I know that there's some things that you need to get in place because that's, that's the entry. I mean, you're not in the game yet right now. You're feeling it out. Yeah. You're making some money. I mean, you can't do taxes right now. You can't do hiring. You can't do ads. You can't do anything. 
So the only focus you should be focusing on at this time is how quickly you can get a license. And okay. you, I just taught you something that I've learned through the grapevine is that, you know, all you need is four years of working for someone that'll vouch for you. And I think yeah. you get, you get the, you get the license or you have to pass the test and you're there. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know, I mean, so for me, you know, there's a lot here, but I will, let's cover some of those things. Let's assume you have it right. And assume okay. that you were getting ready to get started. So there's a few things here. You got to understand the principles of paid marketing, right? So paid marketing is what you were trying to do with home advisor, what you were trying to do with Angie, what you were trying to do with, um, you know, what you're doing with Yelp. And what you got to realize is how your customers are buying now. And I think it's important that you, you, you're doing a lot of what I call, I think it's guerrilla marketing. I'm pretty sure that's the term where you're just like knocking doors, handing business cards, just hustling. Right. And it's yeah. like, you can do that from the comfort of your own phone, right. By sending DMS and realtors, uh, and, and reaching out to builders and, uh, reaching out to, you know, Facebook groups and really just, just, just maintaining a solid online presence. But again, you got to be careful because with your situation, you don't want to get too, too loud. Um, but if, if you had a license today and we were have this conversation, I'd say the first thing that I would want you to do is of course, hire, right? I mean, that's going to be number one. So let's talk about that because I know that's a skill that you're going to have to learn. So let's talk a little bit about if you were licensed right now, what would you do to find help? What would be your first step? If I said you need to hire somebody, um, pay for the online hiring services. Like what? Oh, um, Indeed, ZipRecruiter. Okay. Uh, those, have you ever oh, hired places. anyone before? Have you ever done a formal interview? Have you ever done anything like that? Nothing formally, man. Just, sure. you know, so it's important. Yeah. So this is what I did when I first started my business. Okay. On a piece of paper, I got a piece of paper and I drew a circle. And at the top of that circle, I wrote my name. Right. And that is me in the business. I'm at the very top. Right. Okay. What you need to do is you need to identify a few things. Okay. So I'm going to assume that we're just starting our business right now. You and I, you didn't do any work yet. And you came to me day one and said, all right, what do I do? Well, I'd say first you need to identify what your role is in the company, right? Your role right now in this company is a few things. The first thing is you're the CEO. You're the chief executive officer of Unmatched Painting, okay? That means, with that being said, that you're in charge of absolutely everything that happens in that business. If the business has the appropriate licensing, if the business has the appropriate insurance, which probably makes it hard for you to get because you can't give them a license number, right? So does the business have the appropriate processes and systems and all this, all the above? So that would be number one is identifying what your roles are. Now, not only are you operating as the CEO, you're also operating as the acting company supervisor. You are the, uh, you are the company, I would say, let's say you were the director of operations, Right. So that means that on the project side, you are overseeing all of the production. You are making sure that paint is there. You're making sure the scope is correct. You're making sure the project is being done on time and efficiently. Next, you are also the, the project supervisor. So that means that you're overseeing that specific project each time. You're making sure that if there's a customer or contractor on site, you're talking with them, you're overseeing them, you're or overseeing the project. You're making sure that, you know, on a more granular level, things are being done properly. Then you are now the painter. So you are actually the production asset. You are the person actually applying the product 
right? So you right now on the production side have four roles. You're the CEO, director of operations, okay? You're the supervisor and you're the painter. Now you might be like, dude, what do you mean? I do, I'm just a painter. No, you're not. You do so many different things, right? But again, yeah. in an organization, let's say you grew to a $10 million company, you would need all those roles, wouldn't you? You need a director of operations. You yes. need a supervisor. You would need painters, right? Yeah. You know, does that make sense? Makes so sense. on the yeah. other side of this is the sales and marketing side. So let's talk about that. Right now, you are the director of marketing operations, right? You've got to make sure that the name of unmatched painting is getting out there. So you're the director of marketing operations. And let's just keep it simple and say that a step below that is the grassroots marketing team. You're the one that goes hits the boots on the ground and goes and hands out business cards. So you also do that, right? So you have yep. that role. So right now, just so you know, you have the CEO, you're the director of production, you're the supervisor, you're the painter. So that's four. You're the director of marketing, five, and you're the grassroots marketer. That's six. All right, let's keep going. So sales, right? Do you estimate the jobs? Yes. Right. So you're the director of sales and then you're also the estimator. So that's Seven, eight, and then administrative. Do you answer the phone if it if it rings? Yes, sir. Yeah, you do, right? So you're the you're the office admin. Do you invoice customers? Tell them how much yep. they owe. All right. So you're billing. <laughs> you're the billing department. <laughs> so, dude, we could keep going, right? I mean, there's so yeah, many different yeah. things that you're responsible for. So the first thing is identifying which role takes up the most of your time. Which one is it? most of my time everything I, I just went over i'm going to go over them again ceo director of marketing director of sales uh director of production um supervisor of production marketing uh grassroots uh you know operator painter uh admin billing answering the phone which out of all those requires the most of your physical time painter man painter right yeah right so in order for an organization to thrive all of these departments need to be operating in unison. Now, there is a certain scenario where the CEO is efficient at being the director of marketing, the director of sales, and director of production. That's how I am in my business. I oversee all that stuff. I don't need another director. We're not that big, right? So that level is okay. I can handle that, right? Next level, the marketing guy. Oh, I can't handle that. That's something that I need somebody to come in and help me do. I don't have time to sit and build ads, manage ads, manage ad spend, manage marketing, manage all that. I don't have time, right? So that's something that I'm going to outsource, okay? That's a really important word for you to remember and learn as a business owner is outsource. That means you take it outside of your organization. Does that make sense? Yes. That means that you don't have somebody as an employee doing it for you. In other words, you bring in another company or service or freelancer or contractor to do it for you to save you time. It still needs to be done. All of these roles that I mentioned need to be done every day for a thriving business. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Every day. And you know what? Businesses that fail, they just shut off the lights on all these different roles in their business and nothing gets done. There's no life to it right? There's no marketing happening or there's no hiring. We didn't even cover director of recruiting, HR manager, hiring, right? Firing, you know, like we didn't even cover that. Yeah. That's even more roles. There's freaking like 30 of them, right? So if you can't do something efficiently and it takes too much of your time, you either need to insource it or outsource it, right? So that's a principle of business that you've got to master. 
right? There's no in between there. You've got to know how to do that. So in other words, you've got to be resourceful. It's a, it's a trait that not many people understand. It's a trait yes. that they weren't taught, but I think you are pretty damn resourceful. Be honest with you. I mean, from what you've told me, bro, you, you, you hit the ground and you just like hand out cars. People can't get rid of you. They're like, all right, well, he, that guy's on it. I bet you answer yeah. the phone pretty quickly too. You oh yeah, I, mean? dude, I drop, I drop yeah, the brush, right. drop the gun, get on drop the phone. Everything. Let's go. Yeah. How can There's I help? No right. Yet. You're trying to, you're trying to feed your family. Love it. Yep. So, you know, I'm glad we're past that. You have a why that's strong, right? But you have yes, a little sir. hurdle right now, but that doesn't mean you can't get the pen out, bro. And start game planning for when that time comes, it's coming. Get ready. Right. So when it comes to outsourcing marketing, can I market? No. Did you go to school for marketing? Martin, Martin. No, no, man. So for me, it's like, yes, you can do basic marketing, grassroots marketing, which in other words is things that you're doing, going out, handing cards. That is marketing. It is. But what does it take from you? Time. Time. And when you're a business owner, the time that you have is the absolute most precious asset because it can get completely out of control. Okay. So make sure you understand that concept. So in other words, marketing, we need to get someone to do it for us. Now we can hire home advisor, right? You tried that. You're like, okay, they're going to bring me leads. They'll, they'll do the hard work. Their software will figure it out and bring me people that want painting. Good start. But as you grow, you might want a little more personalized marketing. You hire a marketer who only works for painting companies to deliver ads through Google or Facebook. So in other words, step one, reinvest back into marketing when that time comes, pay someone to do it for you. Your time is too valuable. Next is sales, right? So when you own a business, you are the best salesman. You have all the authority. You can lower the price. You can raise the price. You can add things. You have just free flow authority. In the first couple of years of your business, this is where you want to be. Why? Because that's what grows your business. That's what makes your marketing works. That's what makes your production works. Without sales, your marketing is worthless and your production doesn't happen. So if sales is the heart of the business, that's where you need to live. You need to be living in estimates. You need to be doing them every day okay. for your production team. Right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So you've got to master that. You're, it's the heart of the business. You got to know that if I don't sell, my marketing was worthless. All the money I spent on it was absolutely wasted. If I don't yeah. sell... My guys that I promised would have work don't get work. So you'll be the one who cares the most. You bring in a salesperson or an estimator right now, they don't care about what you're spending on marketing. They don't care about keeping the promises that you've kept to the employees. They just care about making their commission, which they should. That's their job. You're not at that stage yet. You don't have enough volume. Right now, every opportunity that comes your way is one that you need to focus and capitalize on. And if you're working all day painting, and then leaving at five, six o'clock, coming in sweaty, doing an estimate, you're not going to get <laughs> yeah, the results. Yeah. You're not going to get people to pay you more. It's just perception. And you're in California, bro. You know, oh, yeah. they, they like perception there. And so, I'm in Palm Springs, so, man. It's the line. Yeah, you're in a money place. So we don't want them to look at you as Martine the painter. Dude, I keep saying Martine. You made me pronounce all the vowels in your last <laughs> name. I got to hide the I in your first name. Martin, the... They don't want, they don't, they, 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 you got to realize you're not Martin, the painter. Don't ever tell anyone ever again, you're a painter. You own a painting company. The mindset needs to shift. If you're going to be a successful business owner, it's very important. Somebody says, Hey, what do you do? I, I own a painting company. 
Yeah. You don't paint. Right now, you're in a role of a painter. Yes? You understand that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're in the role of a painter. You're, you're acting like a painter that will one day be replaced. And that's, that's your goal. So we talked about this. What is taking the most of your precious time where you're not doing estimates right now? Because if you're not doing estimates, you're wasting your time. And you're telling me you're booked till June. I'm not happy about that. I think that's not a good thing because you're doing yeah. all the work by yourself. They take yeah. forever. You're not going to get paid. It's going to take a while to even get a check because you got to go through your the, the, the contractor. Yeah, I experienced that already. Yep. I'm sure you did. And you have to, where's my money? You know, am I getting paid today? It's like you work for somebody again. Yeah. Right. I'm not excited about it, you know? So it's good. I mean, it's comforting, but I mean, it's not exciting, but you know what? It is good. If you had a license right now, you'd be able to hire people to knock that work out, start the flow. So it's good that you have that you're keeping steady. That's great. But what I want you to cover here is that this is the hardest area on the right side of my chart here, Martin is that production side, man, how you bring in talent to produce the result in this business will determine whether you are massively successful or you just remain where you're at right now, which maybe will be one or two guys, maybe just you, there'll be a, a turnover. You can't get them to show up. It's because you haven't clearly identified what you need and want and what you're willing to pay for it. Okay. So if I came and applied for your job today, what role would you put me in? I just want to work for unmatched painting. Where would you put me? Um, I never thought of that. If, if you came, are you experienced? No experience. Zero. Um, I've painted before. I've painted. You painted. But before? I used to. I used to. I used to manage a restaurant. Mm, used to manage a restaurant. Okay, then I would. I would give you, I, I have this little, um, I have like this little system right now. Something I got from you and um, what's his name? Um, Nick, Nick Slavic, something I got from you guys. So um, I kind of designed it to where I can just give it to anybody and they kind of know the order and the process of how to, um, how to walk in and start, how to, how to start, how to continue and how to finish as far as painting, whatever it is it needs to be, whether it's a room, door, ceiling, anything like that. And um, I'd train you, I'd, I'd train you on the painting aspect for, for, you know, the first, you know, two, three weeks, just kind of see where you're at, get you going. And then if you've managed before, then I'd look for another guy, you know, maybe, you know, another guy to train up or someone that has a little bit of experience to, to help handle the painting side and help have you manage the workers. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? I'll just kind of, that, that's good. That would be my idea. I don't know if that's wrong. That's good. So your ability to identify traits and skill sets and plug in individuals to where they thrive, right? I'm an average painter, but I've managed a restaurant. Yeah. Great. That's my project manager. He's probably really good at talking to people. So I'm yeah. probably going to put him in a position to talk to people. And not only that, be in a position to talk to his teammates and manage his team. So yeah. you've got to be prepared. Dude, listen, I'll be transparent here, man. I am at a point now. Uh, I know you probably heard of Drip Jobs. That's my software. Yes. Okay. Dude, I'm I'm all in. I mean, we I'm hiring another developer. That's three. There's no funding in this business. And software, that's a common thing. Look up funding, Shark Tank. Have you ever seen that show? Yeah. 
And what they do is they get funding for their businesses, okay, because they want to make hiring decisions and they have no money. But what's interesting about what I'm trying to do here is I'd, I'm so committed to what this will be that every time we get to a point in terms of revenue, how much the software is generating, I hire someone else. In other words, I could care less how much money I'm making. I don't even care. I just know that I need to build, 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 build. And the problem that I see in a lot of businesses, and I understand that you have bills to pay. So you're going to have to look at the minimum that you need rather than me. I have another business that's sustaining me. So I'm able to do that a lot faster. You have yeah. to get this concept. Do not worry about making money. Don't yeah, worry was, about it. Yeah. That was like another reason why I, um, I, I wanted to hop on this because that, that was my idea. Just, just cover my bills, just cover, you know, the absolute necessities. Right. But you've got to figure be, out. You've to, got to be linear. And by that, I mean yeah. like, like focused on your numbers and identifying what costs are, which is so yeah. easy to do in this industry. Right. But you got to look at that and say, can I afford another painter? And I did the same thing when I owned my painting business, I put four, sometimes five painters on every job. And some people say that's crazy. And I live in Florida. So it's not like we can just shoot prices up like you guys. Okay. It's not, yeah. it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit different, but yeah. what I've learned is, is that, when the production is strong, like butter tight, right? Like I'm hiring developers, right? In software. Yes. So it's like, that's my version of painters and sometimes supervisors of painters, project managers. That's my version in the software side as it is on the painting side where I went all in on production and it worked out because at the very least, I know number one, my team is efficient. We do great work and we're fast, right? Okay. People will pay for that. People will pay for that. And then what does it do? It frees me. I never have to go to a job because I got so many people yes. that work on the job, right? So what am I doing? I'm marketing, I'm selling, I'm doing the things that generate more of that and we could keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. So what I'm trying to really do for you, Martin, is help you see some things from my perspective in terms of a mindset shift. You're already almost there, right? You're thinking, well, I, should make, I shouldn't worry about making money. I need to reinvest it. How much are you charging? How long do those jobs take? What is the profitability on those jobs? Those are things that you want to be an expert at. You want to, you want to mentally lock that in. You want to know like, okay, well, if we're going to be here for three days, I'm charging this much money. We're using this much material. This is how much is left over. How many people can I fit within that? And how, how does that change the job time? Here's an example. You have a three day job for two people. Those two people cost $500. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Now, if I add a third person to that job, okay. And assuming that these two people get paid $250 a day, or sorry, let me, let me actually try here. So let me, <laughs> let me go back. So if you have a three, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to give bad math here. So if you have a three day job, right. And let's say each one of your painters is $150 a day. So that's 450 bucks for each person. That's a total of $900. Okay. So it's a three-day job. Well, let's say you wanted to add another painter to this team. That three-day job, the labor cost on it now goes down to a two-day job. Remember, each painter is $150. So painter one is 300 instead of 450. Painter two is 300 instead of 450. And guess what? 
painter three is 300 instead of 450. Okay. Same labor cost, both 900 bucks. You get the job done in two days. Now you might say, well, what does that matter, Tanner? That opens up another day in the week. Do you understand that? Yeah. Two painters taking three days leaves two days left in the week. Three painters taking two days leaves three days left in the week. That gives you another opportunity to sell a job for that slot. You've got to be a student mm. of this game of moving pieces around to I maximize see. and optimize your business. Some people get stuck on that. Well, I can't afford another painter. Well, you're thinking of it in the, what you're, in the production that you're doing now rather than what opportunity is going to open up when you squeeze down the production and you open up another window of time. Yeah. So the yeah. mindset is, is like, although, yes, you might think, man, can I, can I handle another painter? Well, that's going to put pressure on you to get more marketing because you need more jobs. And what's that also going to do is make you a better salesperson. This whole next year and a half, two years of you should just be testing out what works and what doesn't. And, and your goal, as soon as you get that license is to get out of the painting. Do not paint anymore. Do not paint anymore. So do you have any other questions, man? I think that's a good start. I'd like to have you back once you get some things in place. Yeah, no, that kind of, uh, that, that, those are kind of the things I was thinking of that I was just kind of, I was teeter-tottering in between, cause like, especially with the hiring and having more guys, because I was thinking, man, you know, same thing. Had I had, I had a, a helper or two, there's so many jobs, so many more jobs I could have fit in this month that would have been done, you know, that I'm just having to stretch out because I'm solo, man. And I, I just wasn't sure the licensing. Another thing, too, man, um, that, that makes it hard, too, is all this, all this, like I said, I, I just, I just started cold, man, you know, hot, but I'm, you know, I'm doing this out of my car, bro. I'm doing this, you know, I'm, you know, I have my Sherman Williams accounts, my Dunn Edwards accounts, so that was a big help, you know, but that, that, that yeah, I think, I think you kind of hit it on the nail of, of what I was wondering. Yeah, I ran my business out of my Honda. Okay, Honda I'm doing it out of a Kia right now, man. A Kia, so don't worry about that, man. You, you did it. You're here. You're on the other side. This is something you debated in your mind for years, and you're yeah. here. You did it. You're here. Just get your ducks in a row. Get what you need. Okay. Do research. As resourceful as you've been in finding work, be resourceful to get your license, whatever yeah. that requires, dude. Because once you do that, then you really will feel confident. You'll be like, all right, now, now it's game time, right? Come back yeah. on here when you do that, and I'll give you some, some real game. You know, right now oh, we're being hypothetical, man. but, you know, I'd really love to help you in a more tangible uh, no, no, that, that helps me out a lot, actually. Now, so that now was helpful today. Of- now I can kind of ground myself a little bit now for sure. Exactly. Good. Now you have a direction. Nah. The last thing that I want you to see before we go, man, is, uh, you know, do yourself a favor and, and identify what you want your business to look like in two years. Just write it down. You know, who, who's going to be working for you, how you're going to get your leads, who your ideal customer is going to be, what that team is going to look like, what your average job size is going to be. Game plan that, Right. You know, okay. who, who, you know, what is, okay. I want to have a team of four, you know, each one of those guys is going to get paid $20 an hour. Right. You know, so we're going to do high end interior, exterior painting for clients that make X amount of money. 
Like it's one of those things where just get it on paper. So when you are acting as a business owner, you're lining up for that when that time comes. You know, I think it's going to be really helpful for you. Now that you say that, that was my last, that was actually my last question. So I know you're real big on on niching down. And um, so my question was, I want to niche down, but I want to have multiple crews for the three niches, interior, exterior, and cabinets. I want to, that's, that's, that's good. I think that is, but here's the thing. I think that, and anytime someone says the C word, it's just, you know, you want to shop. Number one, you want to make sure you have a physical location. There's enough interior and exterior painting for you to do without ever having to touch cabinets. And number three, it's going to make your hiring harder, isn't it? I mean, cabinets are a different type of service, right? You can't hire the same people to do cabinets as you do interior and exterior painting. They're different people. Yeah. And that was my idea. Um, um, Yeah. The shop part, I didn't think about that. I would be better. Don't do cabinets. Don't. I want you to learn how to hire first. Learn how to hire. And and put a team together and just get good at one thing and then do that for a year. You know, this is a lifetime game here, bro. This isn't like, oh, well, I'm just going to try this for a few years. You could do cabinets in 20 years and be, uh, you can have that third crew in 20 years of cabinets if you want. Okay. You know, when everyone has a trend to, to do them, you know, green. You know what I mean? So don't even think about it. It's just a waste of money on marketing because then you can't, I mean, pick one. If you want to do cabinets, do cabinets. I'm just saying pick one because you need marketing for it. You got to put out the right ads for it. You got to yeah. put the right sales process together for it. Isn't the sales process of a cabinet job different than that of a yeah, painting job? Oh, Much yeah. different. You got to be quieter, oh, yeah. right? You're in the kitchen. It's a little more elegant. You know, mm-hmm. you got to bring the door, process, right? Yeah. Rather than like outside, you're walking around, you know, like you want a bottle of water, you know, it's just like a different environment, man. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, well, just stay focused, bro. Just little okay. by little, you're doing it. I don't know. I think you're really good so far just keep it keep it going all right okay sounds good thank you bro we'll talk soon all right for sure man all right see ya what's up guys thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough in this next little segment here i have a good friend andrew wright he is a drip jobs user and i want to get the word out so he decided uh to come on with me speak a little bit about how drip jobs is working in his business so hang around for a little bit longer and listen to how andrew's running his business with trip jobs. All right, what's up, everyone? I'm here with my good friend Andrew Wright, Integra Painters. Man, it's been what six, seven months. You one of the earliest users of drip jobs, man. So how how has it been helping you, man? What do you think about it overall? Let's start there. So I really like it. What what I like the most is that everything is organized from start to finish. So from the time that we onboard somebody as a lead until their project is complete. You know, we have separate distinct categories and communication for that customer. Um, That's probably what I like the most about it. It also provides a really uh, easy way for us to keep, you know, communication, scheduling and payment all in one platform. And the kind of like self-serve, like, you know, customer portal with the payment option in it is awesome. Yeah. Are you selling your jobs on the spot? Um, no, not at all. We've done you come home and you email them. Yeah, I've done some of that. Um, in fact, you know, most of the time my reputation precedes me. And so we're not, I'm not doing a ton of, I look, I could have a business that's three times the size if I wanted to like, you know, close like on the crush spot. It. But, yeah. Like, yeah. But I just, you know, 
I, I don't care. <laughs> Happy where you're at now. No, I'm the same way. At this point, I'm the same way, dude. I, I used to, I, and I used, look, I'm the on the spot guy, but as you get your reputation and you just know, like, hey, if I email this, man, you know, I'll get same or, same or close results, um, right. which is nice. So in terms of like um, the sales side of drip jobs, the follow-ups, how's that been working for you? Have people been responding? Are they responding in a good way? Are they maybe, are you even selling a couple extra jobs that you maybe thought you wouldn't have sold due to the follow-ups? You know, I think so. There are times where for certain customers um, to to experiment along the way, I've turned off the the uh, drips, you know, just to kind yep. of see what happens. And there, there is a noticeable difference. Um, the biggest thing for me is just getting to, I don't care it really if it's yes or no, it's just getting there. So I know what to do next. You know, am I going right. to continue to sell them address concerns or do we book the job that, um, that third drip that comes out after you send them a proposal it's like we couldn't wait any longer yeah god gosh darn like my <laughs> like my response rate on that is huge <laughs> so if, yeah. like we don't get them in the first couple of days that one always gets them <laughs> it always dude it's the same for everyone it's just like that one drip i don't know what it was man i actually made that drip like four years ago when I used to have this other software that we were playing around with it wasn't drip jobs. It was just this email marketing thing that I used to do for contractors. And that message right there, it says we couldn't wait any longer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's something about it. that's just so authentic. Like, it's like, you know, we're excited to do your job, you know, at least let us know what's going on. Um, you know, so that's really cool, man. In terms of like what you, what, what was your business like before? Like, were you a lot like less organized? Maybe did you use like Joist or one of the other softwares that, you know, what was it like before? So I was mostly on paper, um, okay. paper and uh, Google docs prior to this. And the one thing I liked about paper is I was able to really easily crank out an estimate on the spot and hand it to them. I just snap a picture on my phone, type it into yeah. you know, my Google docs later Obviously, that's a lot of extra steps. Yeah. The flip side is you're leaving them with a tangible thing, but yeah, you know, at this point, it doesn't really matter. Um, right. Like we, we don't need that, and I have a really nice leave behind anyway. So, yes. you know, it doesn't. It it was it was a lot of extra work. I think that where it really comes in handy is in the conversion process from cold lead to, um, you know, somebody that's scheduling an estimate having something in the background that is, you know, sending out those, those daily emails or, or whatever, it, it does seem to help. I mean, I'm following Are you buying that. leads. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes did, did we hook you up. Did we connect your Angie? Yeah. Okay. So you are buying leads from them and then drip jobs follows up with them for you. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a and, good feeling, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. Well, you know, and so that's the thing is if you're going to spend $120 for a lead, whether it's from Thumbtack or Angie right. or, or anybody else, you don't want to, I don't want to just leave that in my hands. Every other contractor yeah. is going to do the same thing. They're going to call them. Hey, this is so-and-so they might shoot them a text, but the way that, you know, we really want to stand out is with that persistent communication. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I tell people is, Hey, listen, our communication is better than anybody else in the industry. And drip jobs is a huge part of that. That's great, man. I appreciate that. Um, last question. I'm really curious because this is like the feature that I love the most and I know a lot of people are using and I want to like get this to be something that's like widely adapted, like adopted in the industry. It's just like how simple it is to send that booking link for people who call. Is that something that you've been using? Like when someone calls, you send them the link and they fill out the form? No. <laughs> really? 
I did in the um, I did in the beginning, but so the way the way my business is set up is a little bit different. You know, I there's the side of the business that runs through drip jobs, and we've got another side of the business that's <clears throat> through through contractors, and a lot of that stuff is just like, hey, this is what I got. This is you know this is how much, and then you know I send some guys out there. Um, so I'm pretty. I don't have a huge you know, I don't know. I think I'm, I've run like 130 K through trip jobs yeah. this year or something like that. Um, it's definitely not the biggest part of the business. So it's, it's kind of easy to manage without that. Um, I, if they're already in, and so a lot of the people, that oh, a lot of the people with, that you deal with are already in, they're yeah. already in. So it's really just getting them to answer the phone. Right. And then get, I can get, kind of move them got through. Got it. We do have people that, that sign up and they, they get that and, and they will take themselves through, sure. you know, they'll take themselves from cold lead to estimate scheduled. The one thing that would be nice is that if it's synced with like the Google calendar that I use, it's coming. I, that's what I hear. And so I'm super excited. For that that's a big update, man. I didn't think it was that big, but like the way you do it with that is like, you've got to realize if you change something in your calendar, we've got to reflect that back into drip jobs and then drip jobs got to notify your customer. Like there's a lot, man, but right. we're there. I mean, we're, I mean, we are close. Like there's just, it's just a heavy, we want to do it right. Cause when it comes to appointment times, you mess that up, you're not going to be happy <laughs> for sure. So. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's cool, man. Um, yeah, that booking link is good. And the reason why I say that is because even in my business, right, you know, if someone calls us, do people call you? Do you get like people that call um, your phone yeah. during? Yeah. So for us, like I used to hate writing down the information or typing it in or just sitting on the phone for five minutes while they go look at their calendar. And like, I just say, hey, I'm going to just send you a link. Just fill this out for me. And, you know, we'll get everything in the and then they show up in the estimate requested stage, which, you know, and then they right. show up in the appointment queue you know what you know so consider it there's a little button we put at the bottom of the app um i don't know if you've seen it it says new request so you just tap that put in their phone yep. number and then off it goes so i've used but it yeah. i like to strike while the iron's hot too you know and so i'll just say yeah. okay you know what are you looking to have done you know kind of build their yep, report that's true too and then, and then just say hey you know what like whether it's true or not i'm gonna be but in your area actually tomorrow as it turns out or this <laughs> yeah afternoon. i'm gonna just so happens i'm actually driving by your house right now <laughs> I love it, man. So overall, man, I can, I can hear it in your voice. It's been a benefit to you and your business. Yeah. yeah for if you sure. had to tell somebody that's on the fence, you know, I don't know. I don't want to pay that much. It's not worth it. Or I'd rather just do it on pen and paper. What would you say to them? You know, there's, I have, I guess I have like kind of a sarcastic way to, to address it. Look, the reality is, is you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Right. And if, if you quantify, you know, so it's, we, we're always talking about like, how much is my time worth? Oh, I right. want to bill $125 an hour or whatever. Well, if this is saving me 20 hours a week yeah. and my time is worth $125 an hour or my, or 50 right. an hour, well, it's obviously that's, worth it. That's a good point, man. So that's, you know, I mean, that that's somebody, how I, some entrepreneur posted on Instagram. He's like, you know, if your time is worth so much, why are you cutting your grass? You know, and I'm not saying I'm right. too good to cut my grass. I actually like cutting the grass, but I'm saying like in terms of tasks, you've got to realize that, you know, if you can pay someone to do the task or something to do it for you, that opens up time for you uh, to be able to 
do something that is more valuable in terms of your workday. So uh, great, great point, man. Andrew, appreciate it, man. I know you're probably busy. It's Tuesday. You got to yeah. go sell some stuff. You're yeah, geared up. You got the branding on. I love it, dude. You look, you look like you're ready to sell something, man. And that's, that's oh, yeah. how you should look. So thanks Always. again. We'll touch base right. soon. Appreciate it. Andrew. All right. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Bye.